Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Raise the Apple. Happy Star Wars Day to all the Star Wars fans out there. We got a little bit to cover into today with the Mets and some Major League Baseball news. This is going to be, I made a TikTok about it, this is going to be the last video for the next two or three weeks. So as I've mentioned before, I am a college student. I'm also a senior, uh, short and sweet. I'm trying to get out of here, get graduated, get my degree. So the next two weeks with finals week coming up, we got projects, papers, all that fun stuff that everyone loves doing. Uh, I got to put that stuff first. So after this episode, is no, there's not going to be any TikToks, no uh, podcasts, no tweets, live tweeting during games, none of that for about two or three weeks. But when we're back at the end of May, it'll be summer, and there is a whole slew of ideas I have, excuse me, going into the summer that I'm super excited for, and I hope you guys tag along and help grow this as big as possible, because I got a lot of, uh, we have a lot of great ideas going forward, and I want you guys to all be part of that. So just want to get that out of the way, but let's talk about our first place, New York Mets. The best team in baseball, the best team in the National League. For the first time, I saw this the other day. It's kind of crazy to think about. For the first time in MLB MLB history, both New York teams, so the Mets and Yankees, and both LA teams, Dodgers and Angels, are in first place at the same time in their respective divisions, which is kind of crazy to think about. The odd the oddball of that group is the Angels. Obviously, they're off to a great start. Hopefully. Hopefully they continue that because baseball needs Mike Trout and Shohei Otani in the World Series. But the Mets swept a doubleheader yesterday from the Braves. They lost game one of the series. They're losing right now. They utterly collapsed on themselves. Trevor May is going on the IL with... He's going to be shut down for four weeks. So with Trevor May, he... I'm sure he'll be first in line to tell you. Trevor May has stunk to start the year. Um... He's going to be shut down for four weeks. He's a huge piece to that bullpen. He's one of my personal favorites. I love Trevor May. I love his YouTube channel. Trevor May is one of my favorite pitchers in the Mets bullpen. But he hasn't been great this year. And what sucks most about it is how... How do I word this? How noticeable he makes it. How frustrated with himself he gets. There was a video of him the other night when he got shelled that you could read his lips. He said, like, I'm so effing bad or something like that. And seeing players like that act like that sucks. But it also, I love it because it shows to me that they care. They're not, Trevor May's not with the Mets to make millions of dollars. He's with the Mets to win a World Series. That's what I took from that. So seeing players when they act like, when players show emotion in that way, as a fan, you got to love it because it shows you that you care. Same with guys like Travis Jankowski. The other day in an interview when he was like, oh, I know people aren't going to be buying my jersey, but I know that what I can bring to this team is going to make us better. That's what fans love. Jankowski and Trevor May have become fan favorites this week because of that, even though, yes, people have been disappointed with how Trevor May has pitched, but when you Travis Jankowski's been great. He's been a steal this offseason. But Trevor May to start the year has not been so good. And when fans see him act like that, it shows, at least to fans like me, it shows that they care and it's hard to be like, oh my God, you suck, you need to get off this team. Because it sh- they want it, they care. So a lot of these guys do care. They're not just in it for the money. And seeing May and Jankowski 
act the way they do. I love it. I think it's a great fit for this team. And it's rubbing off on everyone. The clubhouse atmosphere is great. There was news today that Chris Bassett is willing to sign an extension with the Mets because of what Buck Showalter has brought, what Max Scherzer has brought, the clubhouse atmosphere has made him want to stay a Met. There's just so much, like, as Mets fans, we've never experienced anything like this before. This is all brand new to us. And seeing it happen is, it's hard to believe that it's real, almost. It's hard to believe that this is our team. But the Mets did have to make, with that, even though all that good stuff going on, the Mets did have to make a tough decision. The roster's cut down from 28 to 26. Uh, Yoan Lopez. I'll talk about him in a second. No, I'll talk about him now. Yoan Lopez, I can guarantee you, three-quarters of Mets fans never even heard of this guy, including myself. Never even heard of this guy until this year. He's pretty good. He's pretty solid. So, Yoan Lopez comes in, makes known... Mets getting hit by pitches left and right makes himself known to Mets fans for throwing up and in on Arenado and the bench clearing in St. Louis. Then the Nash or not is not the Nationals. Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. The Phillies come into town, throws inside to Schwarber, down and in. It wasn't up and in. There was one pitch that went up and in, but throws inside to Scherzer. Warnings are established. Then he hits, I believe it was Alec Bohm that he hit. Doesn't get ejected, which I know he's on the Mets, but any team in baseball, if, you ha- if, you, if you're an umpire and you're giving out warnings and the, then someone gets hit after those warnings are given, the pitch is supposed to be tossed. Yohan Lopez should have been thrown out of that game because warnings were established. And disregard intent or no intent, if warnings are issued and the, the next guy that's hit, that pitcher gets ejected. That's the rules. I don't know why Yoan Lopez was not ejected from that game. But the reason I laugh is because Yoan Lopez became such a fan favorite. You had Lindor and Escobar paying his fine that he got from Major League Baseball. But now, this throwing inside to the Phillies got him suspended for three games, but it doesn't matter because he got op- he's going to get optioned anyway to make room on the... So that brings the roster down to 27. Buck Showalter got suspended for a game, which, why Buck Showalter got suspended for a game when the Cardinals' first base coach, I can't remember his name, the Cardinals' first base coach that dragged Pete Alonso down got absolutely nothing, is baffles my mind. But there are a lot of things that Major League Baseball does that baffle my mind, which is a pretty big issue we're going to talk about in just a moment. But then, before that, the Mets had to cut one more spot from their roster, and they have designated for assignment Robinson Cano, they're going to eat the last $40 million of his contract. Steve Cohn put it simple. He doesn't care about the money. You could tell because his response was, I tell Epler to do the ba- make the baseball decisions. And if there's a money issue, he'll take care of it. So it shows where the Mets are at right now. So basically, the Mets got Edwin Diaz and gave up Jared Kalnick, who has not been great with the Mariners at all. The Mariners come into City Field next week. So we'll see how that goes. Um, they gave up all that talent, and essentially they got Edwin Diaz and $40 million they have to pay Robinson Cano. Because Robinson Cano has not been... I know he's been great for the Mets from a clubhouse standpoint. He's been a great leader. A lot of guys look up to him in there. He just has not been good. He has just not been good. 
And in baseball, sometimes you got to make tough decisions, and Cano was the odd man out. You could have released Jankowski, which that would have been dumb. They could have optioned Dom or JD. I don't know why they would have done that. Cano wasn't hitting. So really, the only right move to make was to DFA Cano. Uh, I don't think he's going to retire. I think a team will pick him up. I think a team like the Marlins, who's been rumored to be interested in Cano, I think Cano could get a nice opportunity in Miami to influence such a young team, that is, that's already off to a great start. But it was a tough decision, but it was the right decision if you're the Mets to DFA Cano. And now the roster is cut down to 26. And we are going to go forward with the guys we got, 18-8 and eight on the year. 10 games over five, well, about maybe 18. Let's see if there's been an up. Where are we right now? I think it was 7-1 to one last time I looked. Yep, still 7-1 to one in the 8th. Now, I'm really surprised Trevor Williams wasn't. I think if Yohan Lopez didn't exist, I think Trevor Williams would have been the guy that the Mets parted ways with. But overall, you know, the Mets. Oh, how did I forget this? Mets threw a combined no-hitter the other day. Five pitchers, started by Tyler McGill. Then who else pitched in that game? Drew Smith, Seth Lugo, Joely Rodriguez, Edwin Diaz closed it out, and McGill started a five-pitcher no-hitter. Apparently, Diaz was the only one that knew that there was a no-hitter going on. Edwin Diaz, that's the best Edwin Diaz has looked as a Met in his... This is third year? Third year with the Mets, fourth year with the Mets. This is the best that Edwin Diaz has looked in those. He was disgusting. I hope he continues to pitch like that for the rest of the season. But that's all. It's not as cool as Tyler McGill doing it himself. That was a hard-earned no-hitter because the Mets, the Phillies did drive the Mets into a lot of deep counts. But that was still, it's still awesome to see a no-hitter happen. I do, like I said, it's better when it's one pitcher that does it, but a combined no-hitter is, excuse me, just as cool, just as cool, but that's really everything going on with the Mets. It's hard to complain right now. It is only May, and if they can get through the rest of this month in June, they'll be all set. They just got to get through the month of June. That's all. The past couple of years, June has historically been a horrible month for the Mets, so hopefully they can change that going forward. If they can get through June, I think this team will be fine. They've been relatively injury-free. No problems in that realm besides DeGrom and Trevor May. So if it could stay like that, <clears throat> we're, we're, we're good. We're good. So I mentioned before, Major League Baseball does not make good decisions sometimes. And this one is no different. The last thing we'll talk about today. Trevor Bauer has been suspended two full seasons for Major League Baseball. The harshest suspension that I've seen that wasn't a lifetime ban for his alleged sexual assault allegations. Now, like I've mentioned from the beginning, you're innocent until proven guilty. I know there's a lot of evidence to show that both sides, really, there's it's really both sides. It's he said, she said. But, and this is a defamation case. It's turned into a defamation case now. And this woman's accusing Bauer of it not being consensual. Bauer has texts to prove that it was consensual. It's a hot mess. And Major League Baseball finally decided to make a decision. Two years? Two years. 
for Trevor Bauer. Marcelo Zuna allegedly was seen by police beating his wife or girlfriend, or I don't know what she was. To, I don't recall what she was to him. Wife or girlfriend. This The original story was he did that. He was beating her in front of police. He got 20 games. Aroldis Chapman, 30 games. Domingo Herman, I believe, was 80 games. Odubo Herrera, I think... I think he got a full season, but I think he got caught a second time, if I'm not mistaken. I might might be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that. But I think Odubo Herrera got a full season, but I'm pretty sure Odubo Herrera got caught twice for doing that stuff. Like domestic violence, uh, child abuse, and sexual harassment, sexual assault crimes, all kind of bunched together in MLB's code of conduct policy, which is why I'm saying these guys and their punishments. They, did, they all did different things, but it's in the same category under MLB's rules. If you look in the NFL, Deshaun Watson, his situation, he's probably going to get four to six games. Max. Ben Roethlisberger, I know I'm a Steelers fan, but way back when Ben Roethlisberger got in trouble for all that and then all that happened, four games, I believe it was. A lot of these guys only get suspended three or four weeks, sometimes six weeks. Major League Baseball, 20 games, 30 games for Chapman. 20 games, that 20 games was for Ozuna. 60 games for, or 80 games for Domingo Herman. Full season for Odubel Herrera. I know I'm missing a bunch of other guys that have gotten in trouble for that. But two years for Trevor Bauer, that is the harshest punishment for that sort of offense. He is also the first player to ever appeal that. So now the Dodgers are in a tough spot because his administrative leave is up. He was suspended. He's appealing it. You can play while you're appealing a suspension. The problem is the Dodgers are in a spot where they're like, uh, what do we do here? Do we play Bauer as long as we can? Or is the public response not worth play, paying or playing Bauer? So now the Dodgers are in a tough spot, which is why they have declined to comment. Last I knew, last I looked, they had declined to comment any more on the situation. How long this appeals process takes? God knows how long. Because this process took as long as it did. Who knows how long the appeal process is going to take. This is a ridiculous punishment. Again, but if he is guilty, then obviously, yes, it's warranted. You should never throw a pitch again. But based on the evidence that we've seen, doesn't look like this is it, this looks to be in Bauer's favor. It doesn't look like it's in this woman's favor. Two years for this. You just gave Marcelo Zuna 20 games for doing very similar thing. I say similar, quote-unquote similar. They're not the same thing, but they're in the same category under MLB's rules. So bear with me on that. It's the same category under MLB's rules. You gave Marcelo Zuna 20 games. You're giving Trevor Bauer two years. And Trevor, so here's a common misconception too. People are going to say, oh, well, Bauer was innocent. Proven innocent. Yes, he was. However, this I've said it before on here. It's the same thing with Deshaun Watson because he was not indicted by two separate grand juries. Even if you are found innocent in the court of law, if you are a professional athlete, 
you can still get suspended if the league that you are part of feels that they violated your code of conduct. So MLB, even though Bauer was proven innocent, MLB still believes that Bauer violated their code of conduct, hence they're they're able to suspend him. That's It's warranted to suspend them. Not just Bauer, and hit, but any athlete. But two years for this? I am not a conspiracy theorist by any means. I hate conspiracy theories. They're fun to listen to and entertain the idea like, oh, I didn't think of it that way. It's kind of interesting type deal. That's how I feel with conspiracy theories. But I don't believe in them. Some, some of them like, I, no. But part of me feels like there is a lot more to this than just what Trevor Bauer is being accused of. And I have no evidence to back this up. This is just me talking off the top of my head. So before anyone tries coming after me, there's no evidence to back this up. This is just me think, just thinking out loud. Who's one person that's been very, 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 very critical of the job Rob Manfred has done with handling anything? Trevor Bauer, who has been in the public eye voicing his displeasure on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and talking to fans, his vlogs, who has been very openly bashing Rob Manfred for what he does. Trevor Bauer. Who is probably one player that Rob Manfred is totally okay with never seeing taking the mound or stepping on foot on a baseball field ever again? Trevor Bauer. Why I say this? Part of me feels like this is a way to try and keep Trevor Bauer out of Major League Baseball as long as possible. Because he's out Trevor Bauer's out there bad Bauer's out there bad mouthing the boss man and how he handles situations. So what does Manfred do? Keeps extending his administrative leave. Have you ever seen an athlete get put on administrative leave and it keeps getting extended for almost a full year like Trevor Bowers was? That's never happened that I know of. If it has happened, someone please let me know. I've never seen it happen. Has someone been suspended for this long for this type of act in professional sports? Not that I've seen. Again, if someone has seen longer... Please let me know. I've never have. This is definitely the longest in baseball. I don't know if uh, it's been longer in other sports like uh, football or basketball or soccer or any hockey, any of those sports. I don't watch them as much as baseball. So if there has been suspensions just as long or longer, please let me know. I don't know. Some of the me thinking off the top of my head thinks there's a lot more to this than just what Bauer has been accused of in in terms of the decision of how long he is suspended from Major League Baseball. Two full years starting, I think it was a week ago. Not including the 94 games he's already sat out because he's been on administrative leave. So it'll be over a 400-game long suspension for Trevor Bauer for doing this alleged act that he was proven innocent of, but was still deemed to have violated Major League Baseball's Code of Conduct policy, Warranting a two-year suspension. And that's really all I could say on Trevor Bauer. I guess if there's a positive, we could finally put this to bed. But we all know, knowing Trevor Bauer, I don't think Major League Baseball is realizing this, or if his haters realize this, how freaking smart Trevor Bauer. You could think he's weird. I think he's a weird guy. 
I, he's one of my personal favorites, but I do think he is a very weird dude. Not in a creepy way, but just he's an oddball. So is Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is a borderline psychopath. But, you know, we all love Max Scherzer. Trevor Bauer is a bit of a goober. He's a big nerd. He's very intelligent. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to play this game. He know he knows he will take MLB to court if he has. He will sue Major League Baseball. I would not doubt it. He would sue Major League Baseball to clear his name. Because that's just the type of person Trevor Bauer... There's nothing good or bad about that. That's just the type of person Trevor Bauer is. I have no doubt that he would that he would get to the point of suing Major League Baseball or Rob Manfred individually for this punishment. But, again, I have no evidence to back any of that up. That's just me thinking off the top of my head. So, you know, keyboard warriors, don't come after me. But we're going to wrap up this week's episode with Today in Baseball History, 1975. The Giants beat the Astros 8-6 in the first game of a doubleheader at Candlestick Park. In the second inning, Houston's Bob Watson scores what is calculated as Major League Baseball's one millionth run of all time. Philadelphia National Wes Filler scored the first run on April 22, 1876. So just about pretty much 100 years go by, 99 and change, and baseball scores a million runs. That's That's a lot. I wonder what baseball's at now. Can I... Is that readily accessible? How many runs have been scored in MLB history? This article has it. There's no... Oh, it's got a paywall. That's lovely. Okay, the Elias Sports Bureau shows that when is this of though or how, when is this from okay here we go oh we're already at 2 million in 2020 last year we hit 2 million runs scored Josh Donaldson scored the 2 millionth run in baseball history on May 29th of last year when the Twins beat the, or playing against the Royals. Huh. I actually did not know that. I learned something with you guys today. We learned something together. I was wondering how far until the two millionth run. I guess that's already happened. That's kind of a cool thing. I never really realized that. Anyway, you learn something new every day. But that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of Raise the Apple. Again, we're going to be taking a couple week pause. And we'll be back in action to grind through the summer. Make sure you follow on Twitter. Make sure you follow on TikTok. Subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. The support means a lot. Closing in on episode number 100. Hopefully a lot planned for that. A lot planned for the summer. Hope you guys stick around. Let's go Mets. Bang, bang, won't stop till we're